Hey everyone, <laughs> what's good guys, yo, uh, this is episode one of season two of You Don't Gotta Listen To Me, and I'm so happy that niggas is back, niggas mean to me, and I'm grateful for all of you that are listening to me right now. So sorry for having you guys wait for so long, but I had to get my shit together. I really did. Um, Yeah. In case there's anybody that doesn't know, last year my husband and I had a son uh, in October, and uh, he is... Yo, I never knew that I wanted a kid until I had a kid. I've always loved babies, but I understand why parents are just like, oh, my kid is this and my kid is that. Because when you have your own kid, bro, and they like light up your life in every way possible, you get real like proud of everything that they do everything you know that like it came from you it came from love hopefully you know and even if it didn't like it's still a beautiful ass blessing like creating life bro i don't even know how i sound but i don't give a fuck creating life is top one most popping things anybody could do bro recreate guys do it it's a beautiful thing um and if you can't adopt something children are beautiful children are beautiful you know and uh yeah man i've that's where i've been mentally very much so grateful of the blessings that god has given me so grateful for the blessings that God has given me and um not knowing how to deal with them that's been like my challenge and I know that may sound crazy but that really has been something that I've been struggling with just my new life you feel me because uh giving birth I feel like I feel like niggas don't realize how how life-changing having a child is because from the outside in niggas have babies all the time you know niggas is i'm seeing pregnant bitches all over my timeline you feel me and i get it like it's regular life it's regular things but then you have the child right and only the person that's going through it from a first person experience from that pov experience really knows what the fuck that shit feels like bro your life is has changed it is different it will never be the same and that shit is scary bro like it is scary my nigga (laughs) When you really, when you really sit and realize, like, oh, this is my responsibility. 
forever. Parents don't stop being parents when the child turns 18. I don't understand why motherfuckers like to like to give that narrative. That shit is not true. Even if the child is not living in your house no more, that is still your child. You're that child. You're that child's parent until God calls you to go home. That's that's what it is, you know. And I pray that everybody that's having kids right now, that that we were all blessed to live throughout our children's childhood into adulthood really see them grow with our significant significant others at our side that shit is a blessing and i pray that for everybody that i know right now who's like currently experiencing new ass parenthood you feel me i pray for growth i pray for all that because that shit is real and those are the things that has been plaguing my mind you know so um I, I, uh, I, before I even get into that, I know a lot of people, or a lot of women rather, have heard of like postpartum depression. I didn't really hear about postpartum until I got pregnant, right? So I didn't know that was a thing. Um, postpartum is a thing. You have the baby and, uh, they make you fill out like a survey concerning like how are you feeling have you been feeling more sad than usual you know just the shit concerning your emotions and how you're dealing with them right i took the survey twice they gave it they gave it to me twice i don't know what other mom stories are like but they gave it to me twice and i took that shit like feeling feeling different but not feeling the way um, these questions are set up because basically it's like are you like they're asking if you're suicidal if you're having like like really scary thoughts and shit like that like on a scale of like not really to very strongly so or some shit like that right so um but they I feel like they asked that shit too soon after having the baby like my baby is three days old you're asking me if I have these feelings. I just had a fucking baby, you know? I don't know how quickly it uh, settles in to other mothers and if it ever does, right? But I realized not too long ago that I was suffering from postpartum depression. And that shit crept up on me like a motherfucker. For a long time, I was sad. And I didn't know why I was sad, but I just knew that I was sad and I was having very negative thoughts fueled by fear. And never was the type of person to even think to allow fear to consume my mind like that until after having Sensei. So that shit was fucking me up, but you know, um, although sadness had never affected me the way it had up, up, up until this point, I still knew what sadness felt like, right? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just push through this shit. 
continue doing the shit that I'm doing because it's just gonna go away. Like, fuck it, you know, like, what is this? And I realized after, like, Sensei turned six months this month, right? Um, and I did not come to terms with the fact that I was depressed until Sensei was five months. <laughs> so last month is when I called my best friend and I told her how I was feeling and how I've been feeling. I've had conversations with my husband, but I was just telling him that I was sad because I didn't want to say what I really felt was wrong with me because, you know, I came from the mindset that if you speak something negative, then it'll happen. If you don't speak it, then it won't happen, even if it's literally happening, which is a very naive way of thinking, but that was how I was thinking, right? So, yeah, I'm in legitimate denial of how I'm feeling because I just didn't want it to be the D word. I know that we are making strides in the black community about depression, more black people are going to see therapists and all that, but maybe some mix of me being Nigerian and just being prideful, but I didn't want to admit that to myself, right? And, which is completely opposite of the shit that I am, and the message that I'm trying to give, right? To uh, maintain healthy, uh, to maintain a healthy spirit and a healthy mind, right? And I am not doing that. I'm not even doing that for myself because I'm not admitting to myself the truth. And I feel like that is the number one thing, you know? Everybody knows, like, when you are in denial of something that just fuels the problem but the first thing that one must do is accept that there is something wrong and then you can start to move forward from that so talking to tan allowed me to accept what was wrong with me and was that i was depressed and why was i depressed i was depressed because I, like I said, it was solely fear. I was afraid of these blessings that God has given me, and I didn't know what to do. I, I felt like I didn't know what to do. Of course, every day I'm like doing the things that I have to do, but I'm just like, am I ready for this? Like, I've, I've overnight if it, it feels like I became a wife and a mother and like am I equipped for this role you know what if I fuck up what if I'm already fucking up um and then on top of that I love my husband to death I love my son to death I don't want anything to happen to them things happen to loved ones all the time like the the realization right that like families are things that like one day it, it could be there and the next day they could possibly not be there that shit fucked me up you know now that I have my own family 
I'm reading stories about like moms, you know, passing in car crashes and <sighs> just people seeing their children one day and not being able to see their children the next day or seeing their husband one day and not that shit was fucking me up because I'm just like this could possibly happen to me god forbid and I didn't want that to happen I was so I just became so consumed mentally with all the things that are just outside of my control and just thinking about them all the time and shit sucks but that's why we have to maintain a healthy spirit to fuel our mental, to maintain a healthy mind. My spirit was not broken, I just hadn't nourished it in a while. And I wasn't spiritually prepared for what I was about to do. What I, but what I was like, I wasn't spiritually prepared for giving birth and just what it was gonna do to me, I had no idea. I don't think anybody can really properly um, prepare someone for that though, you know, so, <laughs> my bad, I'm sorry, I don't know, like, <laughs> shit, just sounded real melancholy real quick, but, it, you know, this is real life, and, um, this is the shit that I've been going through, so, Yeah, man, and I and I I chose not to take much advice from other moms and stuff because I wanted my experience with my son to be as authentic as an experience can possibly be. You know, I did not read no books. I didn't do none of that shit because, um. No offense to anybody that's taking their time out to read a book, publish it, all that. You know, shout out to all of them, right? Um, and not to say that I am, like, completely against taking advice. Like, I'm not. I definitely have my mom friends. Shout out to Elle, Tan. No, Tan. Sorry, Tan. <laughs> Tan is like a mom, but she's not. Elle, Steph, homegirl Tiffany. I love them to death, right? But... And I will take whatever advice that they have to give me, but I, like, I really want to do this on my own. I really want to figure everything else out on my own. I want to figure out my son on my own because he's my son, you know? So, um, yeah, man, it's, yeah, so, um, I'm wild sad about these things that are completely outside of my control. And, um, I'm also, in, in me having those thought processes, I'm like, God, why have you blessed me so, you know? And I remember Tan, I told Tan I was thinking that, and Tan's just like, you can't think like that, you can't do that, you know? And she's right. 
don't feel guilty for any blessings that have been given to you. Just be grateful. Acknowledge, acknowledge that these things are blessings and be grateful. Do not take them for granted. Okay? That's one thing that I don't ever want to do. Take my blessings for granted. I am grateful for every second of the day that I'm alive, that I'm able to see my husband, I'm able to see my son, I'm able to talk to my mom, my dad on the phone, I'm able to talk to my brothers. I am grateful for everything. And I will not stop being grateful because I know that chicken change in the blink of an eye and I just want to make sure that I appreciate my flowers while I can still smell them and I encourage everyone that is listening to do the same because that's where my mind like when you have a kid bro you just realize how mortal you are niggas is not immortal niggas is not invincible shit happens and when you're looking at your child or at least when I'm looking at my child I see that that is shit is not promise and I'm just so grateful <laughs> oh, I'm so grateful man it's wild bro I'm so grateful for my friends. I'm so grateful for my husband. For me being able to talk to them and to tell them how I've been feeling. And um, when I finally put a name to the thing that's been eating at my brain, when I was able to identify this thing as depression, a light bulb went off and a weight got lifted off my shoulders. And it's like, OMG. Now I know what's wrong with me. Now I know how to deal. How do I deal with this? I spend time on me. The time that I have. I don't have a lot of time for myself. But whatever time that I can take. Like right now, Sensei's sleeping. <laughs> so taking the time to focus on me. And talk to you guys. Right? Because it's also a form of therapy. Me talking about how I've been feeling and um, me um, just nourishing my spirit reading I'm reading again oh my gosh shout out to Amazon for those $50 tablets what's up like that shit is amazing I'm reading Americana by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie right uh, I know this book been out, mad people read it, all that. Cool. Shout out to all of you. I'm late. And I love that book. I also want to point out, I haven't read a book in years. I used to be the wild bookworm. And then I don't know. Stop caring about books as much. But reading has really just kept my mind off of the, these thoughts, these things that are outside of my control, right? That's one thing. And then, um, uh, oh, working out. Last night I worked out with my husband. 
um, he like lifts weights and shit and I'm doing like cardio. I'm so out of shape. <laughs> also, after I had Sensei, right before I had Sensei, I was 174 pounds, right? I want to say three months after having Sensei, I only lost four pounds. And I know when people see me, they don't see that much of a weight difference because I'm tall. But I've been like, at least in my like, uh, young adult, like, like 19 to uh, 26, 27, well, at least before I got pregnant. So young adult to 26, I, uh, I was always in the 140, 130, 137, 142 range of weight. Um, so to be at 170, when I've always been like 140 pounds, is fucking crazy for me, right? And uh, I thought that my weight was just gonna go down because I wasn't big while pregnant. It was I just had a big ass basketball underneath my shirt, so I didn't think that it was gonna stay. But then, you know, my mom is very Nigerian. She was with me for the first six weeks of Sensei's life. She cooked me big, three big ass solid meals three times a day. My bad, I meant that she cooked three big ass meals for me a day. And um, and I'm very grateful for her for that, but you know, it definitely did not help with the weight gain. So, uh, yeah, you know, niggas right now just can't wait till the weather gets better because there's a park by my crib. I'm going to start taking walks, running on, um, I gotta find a jogging stroller. But yeah, so I'm doing those things to help with, I'm doing those things to just give me a better peace of mind and it helps, it helps me a lot and I'm just so grateful for the realization and, um, but most importantly, I am nourishing my spirit talking to God, praying more, and trusting God, because the reason why I was in so much fear is because I, for some, I don't know how, but like, I just lost my trust in God, don't know how to happen, but it happened, and um, I'm not proud of it. I'm just being completely honest. And yeah, yo. That shit was traumatizing for a little bit. Because I'm just like, I haven't. I felt like I was being attacked. For real. I felt like I was being attacked spiritually. And that shit was not cool. But I'm grateful for my. For the people around me, for my team, for my family. Um, and the thing that, like, 
one of the revelations that I received during this time, right, is how hard it is to be honest with yourself. I get it. I understand. I've, I've, I've never really struggled being honest with myself. Once I realize something, I normally am like, oh, this is what it is. And then, you know, I feel better. Or if I talk about my feelings, I feel better. But this time, I didn't want to be honest with myself. And it took me a lot longer to come to the, I guess, terms. Yeah, come to terms with what was wrong than it needed to because I was in denial. All of those that are living in denial, to stop torturing yourself. You know what's wrong with you, admit what's wrong with you, and then figure out ways to get help. Seriously. Shit is not a game. It's fucking with your mind. It is more importantly fucking with your spirit. And it is breaking you down. Be honest with yourself. You owe that to yourself. You only have one you. Be honest with yourself and get on the path of moving forward. For real. You know, because that shit is real. That shit is very real. And I don't want anybody to feel the way that I've been feeling. I'm so grateful to say that those feelings are less and less now. But you gotta start somewhere. We all have to start somewhere. So, I don't know who I'm talking to, but whoever needed to hear that, I hope that helped. Um, and I'm more so grateful for this experience because now I really feel like I, I can relate for I never not to say that I haven't been depressed before I've been depressed before I just never called it depression right um cause why why call it depression I don't know I don't know what my mind was I don't know but never called it depression but I've definitely been depressed before and what got me out of that bout of depression when I was like 23, 22, 23 was Jesus straight up and down spending insane amounts of time just me and God um, it, was a, uh, it was at a point in my life where I wasn't working I got my heart broken it was mad shit going on shit wasn't going in my like the way I wanted it to go and it definitely taught me to like stop being a brat <laughs> during that time so that was cool but yeah uh, yeah definitely been depressed before but it's been a while since I felt that feeling and you know it crept back on me and it was a lot more it was just it was just a lot stronger 
than I remembered it being. But no, I'm lying. Uh, because when I was 22, 23, I was a lot, like really dramatic, right? So I'm not gonna say it was a lot stronger. This one, this one wasn't a lot stronger. If I'm being completely honest, it was. It was real subtle. Like I said earlier, it crept the fuck up on me, you know. So yeah, man. Once you peep that something's abnormal within your mental with your feelings. You know, really try to get to the bottom as to what it is. I know what I tend to do is uh, I'll wait. <laughs> Once I feel like something's wrong with me, but I, I'll wait and wait and wait until whatever it is that I feel is wrong with me is really like something that I need to address. So if it lasts longer than like a month, then it's a problem type shit. I think, I don't think I'm going to be doing that again. That's a waste of time. Waste of valuable time that I could have been using to just speak into myself, you know, and build myself up. But no, I want to wait. Like I'm feeling sad. I'm going to wait. How long, um, how long the sadness is will run before I do something about it. Very stupid. Don't do it. Please don't be like me. Um, yeah, man. More than anything, more than anything, I'm grateful. This is a new year. Shit is starting in April for me. <laughs> um, but, you know, another thing that I realized, time is motherfucking relative. And I just feel like a lot of people put a lot of weight on like the new year and get stressed when like months go by and you know xyz hasn't happened for them yet and don't don't do that to yourself okay understand that time is relative do everything that you can within your power right now and if you're blessed to see tomorrow do everything that you can within your power tomorrow right but right now is what we have and just let us use now let us be present in the present okay because a lot of motherfuckers put pressure on themselves because of time and there's no need for any of that as as niggas get older it's just like all of this shit is wild relative your year can start today it could start today on April 1st and you know only only God knows what can happen between today April 1st and next year April 1st you feel me but taunt, whatever it is that you want to do it starts when you start don't look at the date don't look at the time it starts when you start when you are serious and you start alright um yeah this is episode one <laughs> of uh the second season shit has changed i'm a mom and a wife now so i'm gonna be talking about a lot more familial things um but they're not really you feel me like more than anything i'm just gonna be a lot more open with y'all about just what's going on with me 
and my family and um you know I, I just appreciate people for even wanting to listen to me talk about me and my family I can only imagine how boring that shit could be <laughs> but I appreciate you guys so 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 much mothers new moms especially let me know if I'm the only one or not uh, with this postpartum depression I feel like I don't hear a lot of I, I don't look for um, forums for women talking about this stuff and I don't know if women talk about this stuff um, there's a lot of white moms with their communities and I want to build my own with um, us women of color and our babies and what we go through as moms, what we really go through as moms. Not the cute ass photos all over Instagram, like real shit, okay? Um, so yeah, let me know if I'm, if I'm alone or not, you feel me? And I'm definitely looking forward to hearing your stories. Thank you guys for listening. I love you all. Stay blessed. It's episode two. I'm out.